Welcome to the Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast. I'm Cindy Ellenby, your host and women's ministry mentor. I'm the founder of Women's Ministry Toolbox and the author of Rethinking Women's Ministry. The Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast is a podcast for women's ministry leaders and team members of all stages, from new to seasoned, serving in their local church community. If you're looking for hope and inspiration, you've come to the right place. In addition to discussing the nuts and bolts of women's ministry, I'll be asking seasoned women's ministry leaders to share their best tips and the lessons they've learned. Together, we'll learn to build a flourishing, Christ-focused women's ministry. Welcome to episode 21, The Power of Personal Testimonies. Today, we're going to be talking about the differences between devotionals and testimonies, why we should share our testimonies, and how to share them. Many leaders use the words devotional and testimony interchangeably, but I think there's a distinct difference. So let's start by defining each of these terms. A testimony is often defined as the personal retelling of the moment of conversion. It's a story of an encounter with Christ or the moment of salvation. The Merriam-Webster Online Dictionary defines a religious testimony as a public profession of religious experience. While a testimony is, and can be, about the singular point at which we accepted Christ as Savior, a testimony can also communicate any experience that we've had with God. Devotionals, on the other hand, are written testimonies, usually written by an author or Christian speaker. Did you catch that? Devotionals are someone else's story, someone else's testimony. I understand the temptation to read the words written by someone else. When I first started as a women's ministry leader, I had a file full of other people's stories to share at our meetings. If a book had an interesting short story, I'd turn down the corner of the page and read it to our women. I printed out heartwarming stories from the internet on more than one occasion. I know it's easier to share other people's stories than our own, but like grabbing a fast food meal in a drive through sharing a devotional we found online or in a book, it's convenient and it may feed our women, but it isn't what's best. When our women hear other women in the church share what God has done in their lives, it makes a greater impact than any devotional read out of a book ever could. Suddenly it's personal. It's someone that we know, and your women begin to believe that maybe, just maybe, God can help them too. Sharing personal testimonies instead of devotionals connects the heart of our women, and it opens the door for Titus II relationships. So let's talk a little bit more about why we should share our testimonies. God makes it clear in his word that all believers have a responsibility to tell others about him. First Chronicles 16.8 says, Give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done. Romans 10.14, this is the NLT version, says, But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And 1 Peter 3.15 says, Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. We share testimonies to help women view life with an eternal perspective. 
We share testimonies to encourage one another, to give hope, to create connection, to model obedience, to inspire our women to look for God's fingerprints on their current situations and circumstances. Testimonies provide testimony of God's faithfulness and love. And testimonies open the door for the sharing of the gospel. There are times in which our women may not be able to feel or see God clearly, but hearing others reflect on God's faithfulness in difficult circumstances can be a huge encouragement. Every time I speak somewhere, the Lord will prompt me to include a personal testimony that ties in with the theme. On a few occasions, He's prompted me to share about a specific difficult season in our marriage. Sometimes, I know, he wants me to share about my dad's brain tumor and his death. In both situations, I talk about how God carried me through and the lessons I learned. Both aren't easy stories for me to share, but every single time I share it, I am approached by women afterward. Women connect with the pieces of each story. They share their own stories with me and they ask for prayer for similar situations. We make a connection when it's people that we do life with. It takes our relationship to another level and they know they can seek me out when they go through something similar. How do we share our testimonies? First, let's use the word stories instead of testimonies. Testimonies, that word puts a whole lot of pressure. That simple word swap can make a huge difference. Stories are familiar. They are comforting. All stories have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And our stories should be presented in a similar manner. God has provided us with numerous examples throughout the Bible of people who encountered him and their lives were changed. John 9 tells the story of Jesus giving sight to a blind man. When asked what had happened, the blind man replied, The man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Salem and watch. So I went and washed and then I could see. That was from verse 11. While our testimony might not be as short as those three sentences, the format is one that we can apply to our stories as we share them. First, the story consists of three parts. How I was, what happened, and how I am now. Second, the story focuses on what Jesus did. And third, transformation is celebrated. Does your team take the time to debrief after every women's ministry event? Do you record your wins and make notes of the tweaks you'd like to make the next time? Taking the time to evaluate your events provides an opportunity for your team to reflect, celebrate, and grow. To help you record and gather information after each event, I've created the post-event evaluation form. It is the form in my women's ministry toolbox that I use the most. Your team will have the opportunity to discuss what you do differently, what would remain the same, the promotion of your event, how many volunteers were needed, how women encountered Christ, and much more. This two-page evaluation can easily be completed in about 10 to 15 minutes during your women's ministry meeting. This free PDF is available at womensministrytoolbox.com freebies. I pray you and your team will find the post-event evaluation form a helpful tool for planning future women's ministry events. As you consider writing out your personal testimony or teaching your women to share their stories, I want you to remember these three C's. 
The first C is current. Focus on a recent lesson that the Lord has taught you within the last year, if possible. Keeping it current reminds women that God is always at work. The second C is concise. Remember, this is not a speaking or teaching session. What you share should last between five and 10 minutes, no more than that, and then practice sharing it. Record yourself and listen to it to make sure your story is coming across as intended. And make a few notes so you don't lose focus. The third C is Christ-centered. Keep it focused on what God has done, not on the dramatic details. It's about Him. It's not about you. You want your women to remember what God accomplished through you or through the circumstances. When our eyes are focused on God, others see that and can learn by our example. Here's a few more words of caution as you consider sharing your story. Please, please do not share anything that would embarrass someone or lead them to gossip. Protect your spouse, your family, and anyone who's a part of your story. When sharing with a group, we want to be more general than we do specific. Be prayerful and careful with the details you share. You most always need to get permission and input from anyone that is a part of your story. For example, if you're sharing about a hard season in your marriage, your spouse needs to be completely aware and on board with what you're sharing. And use caution when asking women to share about their current issues or struggles. We want to remove any chance that their story might be driven by anger or bitterness. Ask God for discernment as you review their written story. It might be better for them to share when they have journeyed a bit further down the road or healed a bit more. This is a question that I get a lot. You may be wondering, do we always need to invite women to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior after a testimony has been shared? Well, your church likely has process and procedures for sharing the gospel, and your team may not feel that every women's ministry or event activity warrants a verbal presentation of the gospel. However, I want to encourage you to include the how in some way, shape, or form, either verbally, written, or via invitation. You might want to provide a tract or a brochure that provides the steps for accepting Christ as Savior, or invite women to speak to a prayer counselor or women's ministry team member. If God truly is everything that we claim that He is, women want and they expect an invitation. Don't let them leave your women's ministry event or activity without a path to the how. That night may be the very night that God is calling them to submit to Him, to repent of their sin, and accept Him as Lord and Savior. With a bit of intention, prayer, and preparation, sharing our stories and sharing the gospel can become a regular and anticipated experience at your women's ministry events and activities. I love what 2 Corinthians 1, 3-4 says. Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Our stories can be a tool to providing comfort for those that God has placed in our path. Not that every story needs to be dramatic or heart-wrenching or about troubled times, Stories can be about the good that God is doing and the way that we have seen God at work in our families or in our spiritual growth or in our lives. 
Every story has the power and the ability to point our women to Christ and to encourage them in their walk. Today's toolbox task, record a personal testimony or story, if you'd rather call it that. Something recent that God has done in your life, or maybe it's the moment of your salvation. And number two, teach your team to share a personal testimony. Practice sharing them with each other and then schedule times of sharing at your upcoming events and activities. Let your team be the ones to go first to model the sharing of their stories. It's going to inspire and encourage your women in ways that you may not even begin to imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Women's Ministry Toolbox podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, would you consider leaving a rating and review in your podcast app? This helps leaders just like you find this podcast, and it also helps them to know whether the podcast would be a good fit. Just open your podcast app, go to the show, and then scroll down until you see the ratings and reviews option. From there, you can tap to rate and then write a review. It really is a huge help. Thanks so much. May the grace of God carry you through difficult ministry seasons. May he direct your steps as you seek to make him known. And may your love for the Lord be apparent to every woman you serve. Mm -hmm.